show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my futuristic co-host, Dylan Orr. Hello, Dylan. Greetings, Jeff. Hey. This I knew you'd do something. <laughs> I wasn't sure what it would be. This is not an internet buffering issue. This is my voice from the future. Although it's technically the past. Yeah. This is DylanBot7000. <laughs> incorporated <laughs> into the singularity. DylanBot for Dylaning. Like BenderBot mm. for bending. Mm. Or DevilRobot for something. DevilRobot? Yeah, there's a devil. Yeah, he's just, it. well, he's just Satan, but for robots. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. Because I guess robots have souls. Yeah, I, I know we've talked about, you know, futuristic stuff. Sci-fi is the kind of genre that sticks out yes. with the future genres. Um, and I prefer high fantasy, personally, and usually... <laughs> I prefer uh, the high fantasy. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Like a Lord of the Rings is more my my bag typically than a I don't know like than a Star Wars. Yeah. Although I don't I, I like Star Wars, but I I don't know. Uh, you know that I've always enjoyed swords and you know medieval stuff. And yeah. All yeah. Well, Star Wars isn't in the future, so I hope you didn't put that on in your list. I I put it down because it is. Clearly, it has stuff from a future environment compared to what we are now. I know it's in a long time ago. Yeah, it's the first three words. (laughs) Yeah, but is that... I was thinking about this. In that scroll, that is to the viewer? It is telling us that? Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, that scroll? It's a a docu-series. Okay. (laughs) I... But no. I guess, like, it says that just as a preface, and it says, here's what's happening now. So it's like a legend? Is that what you're saying? We're stumbling upon a scroll? I, I don't know. That's kind of what I mean. It's like, is it is that a meta thing within the Star Wars canon where this thing that we see at the beginning, is that to us, the viewer? I think so, yeah, because it's like, hey, there's a bunch of tax tariffs going on, just so you know, this is a bunch of exposition that would be boring in dialogue. Yeah, I mean, it, well, I don't know, it just seems like, clearly that stuff is, like, if you think about, like, where we are now, a long time ago, we had beam swords and robots and stuff. Oh, it's in a galaxy far, far away, you gotta think... That the galaxy so, is, the universe is billions of years old, and it may have started somewhere else a long time ago. So this is just a newer galaxy? Yeah, we just haven't is, progressed to Star Wars uh, technology level yet. Because hmm. even, like, Star Wars, their technology is probably less advanced than, uh, what's it, Star Trek, I would say. Well, Star Trek is in the future, anyway, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Star Wars was one of the ones I wrote down. I also wrote it down because I was thinking about like basically futures that I wouldn't mind living in. You know what I mean? Because I was thinking like, how could I just kind of go about my life 
without it being like a nightmare like Snowpiercer or like <laughs> Mad Max or something where it isn't, you know, I'm not like some death dealing like traitor and like guy who's just like raped or something from yeah. like by cannibals or whatever every day. Yeah, I guess it depends, you know, where you th- think the future is going to go. Surprisingly, I did not go there with any of my choices. But, you yeah. mean the past? <laughs> I did not go to the past, and I did not go to any dystopias. Well, maybe yeah. I did. Uh, kind of the same one I did, actually. Uh, um, do you have a favorite Star Wars? Ooh, uh, probably Empire, yes. Empire Strikes uh, Back. I think we've yeah. talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we have. Good uh, Hoth and, you know, epic twists. And... Yeah. I I don't know. I As a kid, I, I know we've said this before, excuse us fans or anyone listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jedi was always my favorite as a kid. Uh, Hoth, uh, or, uh, Empire was always my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Of the uh, original trilogy. Of the prequels, I kind of feel like 2 was the weakest. Yes, oh, definitely. I was thinking about watching that recently, because I think I've only seen it once. Yeah. I Yeah, I remember sitting in the theaters, and that's maybe yeah. some other time. I think, I, I don't mind 1. Like, I know everyone says it's the worst thing they've ever seen. <laughs> but, and it is, I know that there are, it definitely has issues, but... I think it, there's some fun to be had in that movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you? I I think there's only. Fun it's been to a be lot of time. Yeah, that pod race goes on for a long time. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff that, like, I know there's stuff wrong with it, and I know it's been a long time. And I'm, you know, when I look at it, it's through you know rose tinted glasses. Yeah. But I don't know. I remember it fondly. And, you know, there's some cool battle stuff and whatnot, but there's also, like, a bunch of crappy lines. Two, I think, is the worst for crappy lines. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Return of the Jedi's got some crappy lines. Yeah. Been a while since I've seen that one. It does a whole... There's a whole, like, Han Solo does the whole I'm tap you on the other shoulder and make you look around to a stormtrooper. It's just like, ugh. ugh. Well, it's an imperial it's, army. It's <laughs> like, the seventies. Yeah, and then he does the whole like, ooh, like shrug thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was probably cool for George Lucas. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the kids, I guess. And then they blew up the Ewoks. Yeah. I don't know if that was for the kids or not. <laughs> uh, the other one I wrote down was. The Avengers, because I, I kind of feel like that. I kind of attributed my choices to stuff that has essentially future technology. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, comparative to us currently. And I, I know people are going to argue with me about Star Wars. I know. I'm not <laughs> stupid. I know it's a long time ago. Yeah, like, But technology. it clearly it is different than what we have now. It is more advanced. You know, that's our, you know... You don't think lightsabers are cool? Yeah, I was gonna say I, you don't think someone has made can make body armor, nano bite, nano bite, nano tech body armor. Like I yet, 
Not Maybe. Yet. I don't know. I've seen, like, really cool, like, intricately made, like, Iron Man armor. Like, well-made Iron Man armor that for, like, cosplays and stuff. Like, and you're like, that is amazing that some, like, guy just made that in his garage. But is it bulletproof? Yeah, and it's not gonna shoot rockets and, like, you know, bullets and all this stuff. And, you know, Iron Man stuff and, like, you know, all the villains have this crazy tech. It's, it's occurring in the DC universe also. You know, Batman has all this, you know, crazy hardware and whatnot. And I kind of feel like you could just be a hero if you just, like, have that stuff, basically. Like, that yeah. sounds cool to me. Yeah. What's your favorite Batman gadget? It's fun. Gadget? Um, hmm. I mean, classic Batarang is pretty hard to beat, but I don't know. I feel like it, the stuff that's kind of in his cowl where he can, like, kind of x-ray and stuff oh, is yeah. kind of interesting. Detective Vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always, I'm just thinking of, like, the games where I'm like, what did he have in Arkham Asylum? Yeah, that's my, <laughs> I like the thing It was, like, a portable like zip line and it would just like shoot oh, yeah. like things out of the side and then you'd ride the reel or whatever. Yeah. And the grappling hook is obviously really cool. Yeah. Run away from fight <laughs> like really easily. I want the tank, the bat tank. There sure. Go. <laughs> it's got it all. Do you have a favorite uh Batman movie? Mm uh probably you can divide them into new ones and old ones if you want. Yeah, I'm trying to... Th I think Batman Begins is my favorite Nolan one. Because they kind of just go, like, crazy with Scarecrow. I like the Scarecrow stuff. I think he's a cool yeah. villain. Just, like, <laughs> pretty much just making people trip out. It's, <laughs> like, his superpower. What um, about the older four? Do you have a favorite of those four? Uh, probably the first one. I think it's always the first one. The other ones are way too crazy. <laughs> like, uh, Yeah, I always had a soft spot for forever. I don't know why. <laughs> Is that the one with, uh, that's Jim uh, Carrey. Uh, Jim and, Carrey, yeah. yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, a lot of people like Batman Returns, but the Penguin stuff is so weird to me. Like, oh yeah, that, that was always so strange to me. Yeah. But that was like a great portrayal of the penguin still. Like, yes. No. Yeah, but like just the like giant penguins escorting him when he dies or whatever. Oh, <laughs> that was so strange. I always yeah. think of that. Like I was like, what was that? And he had like yeah, I don't mind I liked Danny DeVito as the penguin. I think that's great casting. I just yeah. uh his and then I think his plot was like he had a bunch of penguins with bombs strapped to him. <laughs> like yeah. it's classic sixties Batman, but Speaking of uh, Batman, have you seen the new uh, reveal trailer yeah. for, what do you think? Robert Pattinson, he's, yeah. the chin fits, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see long ears or short ears. It was very red. It was kind of hard to see. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite Catwoman? It's uh, few and far between, I think. Um. Yeah, who was there? It was Michelle Pfeiffer. Halle Berry and Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah, Halle Berry, that's right. And uh, now it's going to be Zoe Kravitz, I believe. In the oh, movie. I think that's right. Um, oh, and then there's the girl from Gotham, too. If you like oh, Gotham. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, Eartha Kitt, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Eartha Kitt's cool. Yeah. 
Uh, I didn't like now. Anne Hathaway was okay, I guess. But she's just kind of like a other, you know. Yeah, Her exactly. Plot she... list just kind of didn't matter. Yeah, she did not have much of a character at all. Um, yeah. Uh, but I liked playing as Catwoman in Arkham City. That's pretty cool. Mm. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> she has her You're own not line a... there. Damien fan either. I think you said that right. No, Damien Wayne, the like, yeah, grandson. Yeah. Yeah, because what I I read, um, like when they rebooted, I think it was DC Rebirth. I mm. read a couple issues of the New Titans, and it was that version of Robin leaving the Titans, and I was just like, oh, this kid sucks. Yeah. Raised by the League of Assassins. Yeah. Have you uh, seen the like new Harley Quinn cartoon at all? The cartoon? Yeah. No. I know the movie ate it. Oh yeah, that's right. That just came out. Um, yeah. There's a cartoon on the DC streaming service and I always get ads for it on Facebook, but it looks actually pretty funny. Hmm. I don't know. I've heard it's pretty ed- edge lordy, like yeah. rides the edge, but I don't know. Sure. Uh one of my co-workers from my last job told me the teen titans live action show was pretty good though yeah i've heard it's not as bad as you might think yeah but you know that's just an opinion yeah i'm gonna just have to get a seven day trial of that dc service and just binge all that stuff at once doom patrol is supposed to be all right too what did you have for movies? I don't think we watched. No, um, I had uh, I Robot. Did you know that movie with the Will Smith? Will Smith, movie? yeah. I, think, it was I don't like think I ever saw it. Honestly, two thousand one. Um, I've kind of like they tried to do a future that's not too much in the future, kind of like mm-hmm. believable future. Sure. Um, but then they always do that thing. I think I have a running theme in mind, but they do that thing where like, oh yeah, it's. 2000 whatever 2001 vintage <laughs> like uh, i think he does it with some shoes some um like chuck taylor's like mm-hmm. yeah converse all-stars and he's like oh, oh where they reference the past and yeah they, oh i hate that in movies where it's <laughs> yeah. like they go to the thing and it's like man somebody's gonna it's like that thing with uh back to the future it's like marvin berry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get up this new sound you gotta hear, you know? Yeah. You're like Mozart, you're like, this guy should be a pianist. Or yeah. something like that. It's bullshit. No, that's how you know. That's how you know yeah. it's real. <laughs> it's part of the future. Your actions have consequences when you time travel. But yeah, uh, I don't know. It's got Will Smith, and he will look the same forever. <laughs> Even in the future, he'll look like that. Yeah. Uh, I considered writing down like Men in Black and that kind of thing because I was a big fan of those movies. I haven't seen the newer, newest one. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. The International. Did you see the yeah. third one? I think so. I have time travel vaguely, in it. Uh, I know. I definitely is the second one with the girl that it like cr- rains when she cries. Is that the thing? Spoiler alert. I have no idea. That's in one of them. Uh, probably then. I think I've only seen the second one once. I've only seen the third one once, I think, too. Does that one have Michael Jackson in it? I believe he might be in the second H&M. one. I think oh, he's okay. in the second one, yeah. 
third one has Jermaine Clement in it. Flight of the Concords guy. Yeah. He rides a motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I remember a lady being a bad guy. Is that the second one? That's the second one, I believe. Oh, okay. Johnny Knoxville is her sidekick, I believe. Like double face thing. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Like stretchy head or something. I remember more of that movie than I thought. There's a bunch of people, yeah. a bunch of aliens in a locker instead of a marble this time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that series. I, I considered, I think, a handful of like movies like that. Because I just looked up, you know, futuristic movies for the list. And, you know, some a lot of the ones we've done have come up. Like Snowpiercer was on there. And, like, uh, I don't know, I think District 9 was on there. Yeah. Uh, was Minority Report on there? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I didn't put that for movies, but I put that for a show. Oh, I didn't did know that there was a show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it also did that thing where it references the past, because it's, um, so the show is like, have you seen the movie? Yes. Tom Cruise classic about yeah. precognition and pre-crime and, uh, yeah, and the movie is, or the show is about, like, I, those, so the precogs, the three people who predicted the future for the police, they are now, like, living their own lives, because they were released at the end of the movie, spoiler, but then one of them is still, like, using his, like, future-telling abilities to solve crimes and try to stop murders, and then a cop teams up with him. So it's like this procedural about a with a precog. Hmm. But it's there's cool. Yeah, I watched the whole first season. It was alright. Uh it's got that girl, I don't know if you remember her. She was in Cousin Skeeter. <laughs> She's always in like T V shows that get cancelled. Do you remember, do you ever know her name? No, I think it might be Vanessa something, but Hudgens? Mm, no. Okay. But uh, the name sounds familiar. Yeah. I've vaguely, I think I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember a ton of them. (laughs) Really? Well, I'm being. He was a loud puppet voiced by 90s R&B artist Bill Bellamy. Yeah. I didn't remember that part either. (laughs) I just knew it was a puppet with his, like, cousin. I was like, why doesn't anyone comment that he's a puppet? Yeah, that's what my mom always asks. <laughs> like, yeah. why don't they see he's made of felt? Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, but, uh, yeah, in one of the Minority Report episodes, they go to, they're like case, they're doing a case, and they go to a, a club, and, like, th- at the club, they have this thing where they, I don't know, they take your fingerprint or whatever, and then they match you up with someone in the club, because your, like, DNA or, like, personality profile matches that way. Uh-huh. And, like, so while they're entering the club, <laughs> the female detective is like, oh, or she is the only cop. The cop is like, no, she's a detective. The detective is like, uh, oh, yeah, there used to be so much chemistry to this thing. My grandmother told me about this. You'd have your phone and you'd swipe light, right or left when you'd see a picture. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. So, like, a Tinder reference? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. Tinder has, like, chemistry and was yeah that was based on like pictures basically yeah 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 it was you know i guess 
There's a, an anime that kind of has a similar premise to a Minority Report. It's called uh, Psychopaths. It's pretty good. Well, the first season was really good. The second season was bad. But it's one I'd like you to watch eventually. It's people that, yeah, they're kind of uh, measuring people on this certain spectrum of, like, where they might, you know, uh, do criminal acts. And they have these certain types of guns that only will fire if this like if their level is high enough and they meet this serial killer who is killing people he's committing the acts but his level isn't high enough so they can't do anything about it huh cool their guns won't work <laughs> it uh, i i had the probably the obvious choice of futuristic tv shows it's a matt groining vehicle perhaps you've heard of it <laughs> yeah yeah uh I, I was trying to come up, I was thinking about doing a quiz of, like, stuff that The Simpsons has predicted from the past, because uh, yeah. I, I know a lot of that stuff is just, like, um, you know, it, it has come true, surprisingly. But I guess Futurama also did a bunch of stuff like that. I'm sure, yeah. Pre- predicted stuff accidentally, and I was looking at stuff, and I guess, like, in very early episode of Simpsons predicted Futurama. Which is kind of interesting. Really? What yeah. was it? It was in 1995. Uh, like, they're talking about, like, I think it was like Mr. Burns at the movies with somebody. And he's like, oh, now I'll have the money to write that show about the sassy robot. <laughs> I'm like, sure, oh, yeah. Six years later or whatever. Yeah, well, if it was 1995, Futurama, I think, was premiered in. 2000 like january 1st 2000 was the first yeah. episode so he probably was trying to write something like that or pitch it yeah, probably but yeah a lot of good stuff from that show i was always more of a simpsons fan but i liked futurama um you know i i don't know that i particularly correlated with any of the characters perfectly because it's kind of like that crew of awful people kind of deal that you get in so many shows they're all kind yeah, of flawed. Yeah, like in Always Sunny or whatever, they're all just terrible people. Yeah. And I was uh, Leela terrible, I guess. Uh, she's kind of overbearing. Yeah, true. And I know there are ones like that kind of come up as like most, a lot that are talked about a lot, like Jurassic Park. A lot of people mention yeah. that as like a favorite. It's a heartbreaking one. Yeah. Do you have a favorite of that show? Oh, Futurama. Oh, there's so many good ones. It might be one of the, like the anthology of interests, maybe like kind of the um, where they were kind of like what if, and the yeah. it was like three different segments in an episode. Oh, okay. I did a few of them. One of them, I think, like one of the segments was like it, everything was in sixteen bit animation, and then another one in the in that same episode they did like an anime. I think that might be my favorite. Oh, that's cool. I kind of liked um, the one where Fry eats the like uh, sandwich from the like the gas station, and then he gets like these kind of like parasites that like make him better. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Uh, I also liked the one where. Bender is trying to take revenge on his creator. 
I don't know if I remember that one. Oh, that's a really good one. I always like that one. Yeah. There's that episode where uh, Bender, like, is God or whatever, which is also one of the well-revered ones, where he's, like, hurtling through space and he has, like, a civilization growing on his ass. Yeah, there was one where he had uh, the binary code on his ass, and it, like, solved, like, civil in itself, like, life's mystery, and it allowed him to time travel. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that one. I like the time traveling ones. There's, I think, one where they get stuck in the 50s. That might be the Emmy nominated episode. I know one of their episodes got nominated. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Uh, <laughs> did you have music? I had a tough time with this one. Yeah, have you ever heard <laughs> Freeze Pop? Is that a band? Yeah, they're like a techno-y synthy band they were on a lot of guitar hero games like early guitar hero games that's how i found them i've never played i've never really played guitar hero what uh my cousins had it because they they you know it's five siblings yeah Uh, i'm an only child so it never really made much sense for me to be like i don't know at least like with that a rock band or whatever and it was just never really something I cared about. Oh, you just felt like a, a guitar hero. You just felt like a rock star. All those people cheering you on. Those polygonal models jumping up and down. Well, I don't know. It was one of my many shames that I never learned an instrument. And I knew that it just wasn't the same. <laughs> no, so it's definitely like, not. Well, I knew I could never learn guitar, or it would take a lot more work than Guitar Hero, so I just played Guitar Hero. Well, they've got a thing now called Rocksmith, which allows you to use oh, a yeah. real guitar. My kid has it, guitar. yeah. Has he used it? Nope. Yeah, of course. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. It's not at my house. I didn't pay for uh, it, at least. <laughs> uh, I've thought about buying it, but I've seen it really cheap. Like, yeah, it seems like even though it's gamifying a thing, I'm like, yeah, it's gonna work for me. <laughs> oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I played like Guitar Hero for 12 hours one day, I think. It was insane. And you get yeah. like this weird vision thing when you look away because it like you're used to everything like moving up or whatever in a certain direction. So, did you have all did you have rock band too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you have all the peripherals? Like, there's drums, too. Yeah. Right? yeah. Several Guitar, guitars. Drums. So many guitars. What Microphone. Singing? Yeah. Yeah. And there's two different kinds of drums because there's one for the Guitar Hero and there's one for Rock Band. So, I had oh. two different sets of drums. Do you remember they had a thing called DJ Hero? Yeah. Remember? Yep. I never oh, got so it. Strange. I was so close to getting it. Is that like you? scratch is that the yeah and you like have to like crossfade in between two like different tracks that seems like such a strange peripheral to have you know i don't know i avoided a lot of those i i don't think i had any i like i've played ddr once with at like a party or something i was like like, this is dumb no it's so fun (laughs) i love all the peripherals i had Oh, I had the Donkey Konga. <laughs> yeah. I love them. But yeah, they just become so much clutter, and then, like, that's why all those, like, Guitar Hero just oversaturated. We're making, like, 
games for each band and everything, and then yeah. I just went under. I've always been like, I think people will argue with me with about this, but I was always like, what the fuck was the Virtual Boy? I thought that was bullshit. Oh, everything hates that. Yeah, no, it's yeah, terrible. Okay. Like, burns I, your eyes out. Yeah, I played that. They used to have, like, displays in Walmart, and I remember playing it, and, like, they didn't have a chair or anything, so I was just, like, kind of hunched <laughs> yeah, over, yeah. like, kind of into it. I'm yeah. like, this is bullshit like getting even as a kid, guy from other kids yeah. who have like stuck their eyes up on there yeah i didn't like it then and i was like i mean when you think about it it's kind of like proto vr ish you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah they tried yeah but and like yeah it's I, google I, cardboard like yeah 1.0 but yeah 0.5. i don't i don't know that i have any peripherals i think i always thought about it but no, I got some accessories for my Switch. So, yeah. Uh, I was in the same vein. I'm like, well, clearly it's like an electronic. It's kind yeah. of like the, the music of the future. Uh, and I was tempted to kind of like, I was thinking about Star Wars music, which isn't electronic at all. No, it's, <laughs> it's like all symphonic. It's like classical, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classical symphony. You keep going but, to the past. Uh, well, I did go to the past because my specific example, which is from the past, but it's used now too, is chiptune. Oh yeah, and the like because it was you know eight bit based music, but it's stuff that they kind of still use and use now, and to you know better, I don't know better, but different kind of avenues and whatnot and expansion mm-hmm. with the technology. There's a lot of cool stuff out there with that type of range. But, I don't know. Yeah, I just really like that type of sound. Yeah, I uh, follow the... There's, like, a video game museum in Dallas, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a whole, like, special machine where you can hear the different, like, sounds out of different systems. So, like, you want to hear the Kirby theme, you can hear how it would sound, like, through a Sega chip or whatever, which I didn't even realize would make a difference. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, they're made, like, with different technology and different parts, and so it would sound different. Yeah, like, all the classic consoles, you can, like, mix and match and see what Nintendo sound effects sound like through an Atari or whatever. Do you have any favorite chiptune songs? Oh. Remember from the past? Man, I used to listen to, like, a lot of Zelda remixes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had this game called, uh, I think it's called Power Battle. It was just kind of like a low-key kind of fighting game for the Game Boy where you'd fight robots against each other. I remember that game. Yeah. yeah. And it had a really good, uh, like, kind of chiptune soundtrack that I really liked. Oh, Celeste, I mean, yeah. Sure, of course. Uh, uh, Undertale also has Oh, really yeah, Under- I was listening to that earlier. It's great. Yeah. It's too good, I would say. That guy should be shot. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, funny, and he makes awesome music. Like, you're not allowed to have that much talent. <laughs> guy. Give it, like, leave some for us, come on. But yeah, finish was, that game still. Finish Deltarune. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was listening to uh, his theme from Undertale, and like, this is so good. Like, how are you like doing this? Man? It's so like emotional and evocative. Yeah. It's so good. Um, 
and I got into this band a while ago, a long time ago now, but called The Advantage, and they would kind of, like, do just band takes of, like, mod- of uh, old, like, uh, you know, chiptune songs, and they'd do, like, instrumental, like, Castlevania woods cool. or whatever. Pretty cool. Yeah, I've never played Castlevania, but I know it has good music. I never played it either, but it, it sounded good. Yeah. Or Mega Man or whatever. Sonic's got some great songs. Yeah, just not that. Just, like yeah, the water. underwater. Nope, hate that. Yeah, it does do a good job of, like, <laughs> invoking emotions and stressing you out. Uh, what do you have for a book? Um, this was the one where I said I kind of went to the past and dystopia, and I just put Aldous Huxley. I know you don't appreciate Aldous Huxley. Not a fan. Uh, uh, I'm guessing you mean Brave New World. Yeah, I think he wrote some other dystopian yeah. books, too. Doors of Perception, supposedly, I think. I never mm, read it, but no, supposedly it's where the Doors, the band, got their name from. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I think we had to read a bunch of dystopian books in senior English, so that's mm. probably where it all came started. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really have anything new I could think of. Oh, Ready Player One, that's sure. in the future. Yeah, Yeah, yeah I, I hated Brave New World. Um, I still think right. it's a bad book. <laughs> I really liked Anthem, though. I thought that was good. Um, yeah. I know people, you know, are have mixed feelings on Ayn Rand and her whole deal with like mm-hmm. the Fountainhead and whatnot. Yeah, but, which I've never read any of her other books. But just that really short one. <laughs> oh yeah, me neither. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't have much to say about it. Yeah, did you have one though? Did you I have a comic had a book or a real? Uh, book? Of course, I did. <laughs> Uh, I had a comic book, uh, the hell wrote it? I think it was, it's called Transmetropolitan. Never it's heard of it. a kind of take on, um, uh, that, uh, the guy who wrote, um, Fear and Loathing. Oh, um, jeez. Uh, yeah, oh, I don't tip of my tongue, but. Uh, I'm gonna look it up, and I'm not gonna know. Uh... So the comic book is written by Warren Ellis, who's written. Uh, he did Preacher, which is a show now. Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. There you go. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like a future version of uh, Hunter S. Thompson, where it's this uh, guy who's a journalist in the in the future. Who's kind of writing about future uh, topics? So, like, it's him like writing about cloning and robots and uh, you know bionic implants and just kind of this cynical take on what the future is. You know, that's written by you know a modern uh, writer. Um, it's really good. The art's interesting. Those and they've got a ton of it. I think there are like ten volumes out. Hmm. <laughs> So he's, it's like essays about the future? 
script. Yeah, it's it's this guy, uh, Spider Jerusalem, is the, name of the <laughs> character who's he's writing. It's you know illustrated versions of him living out this stuff, and his kind of narration is usually like what's shown to be like you know the end result. Uh, you know, oh, cool! That's yeah. interesting. Uh, I, I know I've talked about other stuff, but I know, like, Sweet Tooth I could have added on there, which is a dark dystopian <laughs> one, but right. it's good. Or Descender, which is great. Same author. Yeah, I have that written down for some reason. Descender? Yes. Right. I'll give you my comicsology if you can read it. I've got mm. all of them so far. Cool, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you must you mentioned it before, and I was interested in it. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, yeah, that's what I had for a book. I don't have a lot. I, I think I read the first two volumes, and then I just kind of fell off. But I would go back to it. I don't know. So it's... Um, is it like a collection of stories? It's not like a long-running arc? or uh, it's, a, it's kind of a collection of stories, but there's also an arc. Okay. Yeah, there's. I think there's several kind of overarching gotcha. storylines, but you know, they're also individual ones, right? You know, kind of X Filesy ish. Okay, cool. But more about the news than you know, right. you know supernatural kind of stuff. Yeah, journalistic take on it. Yeah. Uh, a video game. Yeah, this one's just on the tip of my brain. Because I'm well, I was playing it. I haven't played it in a while, but uh, Astral Chain. Mm. Um, it is so like anime in the future <laughs> type, like police stuff. It's pretty silly. Um, Nintendo Switch game. Uh, I think it's exclusive, also. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's like directly published by Nintendo or because there's there's like swearing and it's and, oh. and stuff. So it's <laughs> that's. Yeah, that's weird to see for, like, a Nintendo exclusive, I feel yeah, like. But, yeah, it's not as great as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> the, just the controls for are weird, but, yeah, it's like you're in the you're a future cop, and you, like, I don't know, there's, like, dimensional rifts, and you learn to control these, like, uh, beasts from the other dimension, and... So you're, like, controlling two things on the screen at once, kind of. Yeah, I've seen the gameplay. It looks tough. Yeah. Are, they, are you controlling them both, or is one automated also? It's automated, but you can take control of it at any okay. time. Like, you kind of... I think if you hold down one of the trigger buttons, you essentially can control both characters at the same time, like, moving them yeah. on screen. And you're attached by a chain. Yeah. A, the titular chain. Yeah. I've seen people like tie up their enemies with the chain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can like you can do like you can clothesline enemies with the chain or yeah, wrap them up and like bind them. Um, yeah. It's a cool idea. Yeah, it's uh I don't know if there's like weird slavery aspects to yeah. it at all. There might I've be. I've heard that. <laughs> there's yeah. like cuz you're you know, you're attached to this thing that you've enslaved. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you like collared it. Yep, yeah, it's pretty much, it's like Pokemon, like, BDSM, essentially. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, but yeah, it's like, I don't know, super 
Japanese kind of like uh man you can style your character in so many ways <laughs> like I wasted my time doing that just giving him like the craziest anime hair you can give him or whatever um but yeah, there's also like so when you're not doing like the fighting gameplay you have to like solve crimes or whatever and go around and like gather clues it can be kind of fun but then it can also be kind of tedious it's not terrible uh, it's just I wouldn't I would wait till like it was on sale if Nintendo games ever go on sale. Um, well, I mean, on the store they do occasionally. All not the big ones, typically, but right, yeah. They have a ton of indie things that are like oh yeah, not super cheap. Yeah, you can pick them up for like cents if you got like those gold points racked up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. I haven't beaten it yet. But, um, there's lots Dude. to do too busy with three houses yeah yeah i took a break from three houses when i realized i was like geez i played this for like 80 hours time to step away damn get another game <laughs> it was yeah i was approaching like super smash brothers levels and i was like okay gotta take it tone it down have you gotten to the second part yet oh yes yeah i hit okay. that a while ago yeah all right everyone has so, great hair now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, i don't know this may be a little bit of a spoiler for people. Uh, Dimitri becomes super edgelord. Yes, he does. <laughs> Just like, but now he's okay. And, uh, I think it's pretty uh, funny though because like you get all those support level like conversations or whatever. Yeah. And like I don't know, I feel like some of my like young ones, like young Dimitri ones, hadn't unlocked yet. So then. Like, now he's talking to people, like, he's like, has this jovial voice, but then, like, in cutscenes, he just wants yeah. to bathe in everyone's blood. Yeah. I did find out something about it that I think I gave you bad information a long time ago. <laughs> Apparently, you can romance people between each other, but it's oh. just not, not to the extent that they did in the original games. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, if you build people's support levels between each other, I think A or higher, at least in the end, it'll say, like, it'll be like, hey, this person and this person ended up together. Oh, wow, there's an Which, epilogue. Yeah, there's some epilogue stuff that it'll just say it. It won't show you anything. It'll just be like, these two moved away and they loved each other or whatever. Uh, which I got, and I was just like, oh, whatever. I didn't really even think of it. And then I looked it up later, and I was like, oh, shit, that is the thing. Oh, wow. Um, because in the older games, it was if you paired people up, they could get married or have kids if they were right. opposite sex, and the kids would sometimes join your army yeah. and so you could, like supply your own army with children. Yeah, breed your armies. <laughs> yeah, strange. But yeah, I guess you can romance people between each other, which I was kind of like, I wish I had known that. Hmm. <laughs> I just did it accidentally. Yeah, I... I get all my troops to support each other and, you know, have hearty meals together, so yeah. they're good on the battlefield. So hopefully I'll get that. It'll all pay off. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's better to play as the girl, like, for one reason. That's because there's at least one person that you can just recruit for free. Oh, really? Yeah, Sylvain will just join you automatically <laughs> if you're a girl. That'll be my next playthrough, I guess. Yeah. I guess... let what i did yeah yeah is there so like a different storyline too for the girl uh, just playing a different house like uh, in the second uh half? yes yeah 
Okay, uh, I didn't realize that. Have you? Because you got to the point where, I mean, obviously. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a, a traitor event. in the midst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the school has been. Yeah, just yeah. Destroyed. Okay, destroyed, I didn't yeah. want to be like. No, yeah, yeah. All the dragon okay. stuff happened, and yeah, yeah and uh, what's their face kind of betrayed everyone. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, clearly you take a different path. Yeah, I didn't know if it just kind of inputted the characters differently or whatever. Yeah. But that's uh, interesting. A little bit, yeah. It's essentially the same, but apparently there's four paths. You have to play um, the Black Lions. Twice, basically. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, I saw there was a new house. I didn't, I wasn't sure if that was just for DLC. Oh, that was like be part of DLC. Yeah, there's gray something like, yeah, gray wolves. I don't know. Yeah. Silver foxes, maybe. When you play as the uh, black lions, you have a choice to uh, side with the school or side with Edelgard. So oh. That's what makes it into four different kind of endings. Hmm. Interesting. Have you started killing your classmates yet? I, that kind of bummed me out. Oh, uh, yeah, I just had a huge battle between, like, everyone. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of bums me out when you, I'm like, I was friends with these people now, and, like, some of them are permadead. Now. Yeah, some of them run away, and then some of them just die. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, why couldn't they all just run away? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for my game, I, I wrote down two. I wrote down uh, Destiny. And I wrote down, Detroit Become Human. Oh, yes. I've never seen any of Destiny, but I I think I've watched one playthrough of Detroit Become Human, because that is sure. just a, essentially a playable movie, is it not? Yes, it is. That's correct. The playable movie, it's a lot like um, the David Cage, uh, Heavy Rain, or uh, yeah. Fahrenheit, whatever it is. Uh, movie. I think it's called Fahrenheit. There's one other one, I can't remember, uh, or Beyond Two Souls or whatever, I think that's the other one, mm -hmm. where they're all, you know, essentially, the only gameplay in it is, like, a quick time, like, you only ever really do quick time events, so it's the only gameplay. Uh, to become human, there are robots, synthetic humans, living among humans, and you're kind of following multiple stories. One is a uh, synthetic human who's also a detective. He's working on solving a case. Uh, one is uh, having issues with being discriminated against. He's like, people don't like synthetic humans around, even though they're already being treated poorly. Uh, <laughs> people are like, we don't like these people taking our jobs, and they're like, they're made to have specific jobs. <laughs> yeah, like slaves already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a we want to be slaves. Yeah, it. I have it. I haven't played it yet, but it. it and I've heard it mixed reviews, but eh, I don't know. It looks interesting. Um, Destiny is a first-person shooter, uh, online, kind of loot shooter kind of game. It's, you know, you start off... Uh, it was originally... <laughs> you have this little like thing that follows you around that kind of gives you information. It was originally voiced by Peter Dinklage. Uh, yeah. And you know, there was this weird thing that got cut from the game because they said that wizard came from the moon. There was, it, <laughs> what? There was this thing that was in the early game that was voiced by Peter Dinklage and he dropped out because so many people made fun of it. 
oh, one of the I'm... early lines is him saying that wizard came from the moon. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I... Uh, I don't know. It's just it's, you're kind of given the choice between three different classes. One of them is a wizard. The other one, I think, and they kind of have different abilities and whatnot, and special moves, and you know, they can get different guns, and you know, you're going between different planets and picking up gear and connecting stuff. Uh, the first one didn't have much of a story. Uh, when they made Destiny 2, it had more of a story. I kind of picked it because, once again, all my choices kind of had to do with, like, if I was in this world, I could kind of just make it a living for myself. It isn't just a miserable thing. <laughs> uh, Destiny 2 and 1 is kind of, kind of like, it's the end of Earthers, you know, but people have moved on. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I have Destiny 2. I'm pretty sure, like, it was just given to me for free, like, Battle.net or whatever it gave Sounds it to right. me. Sounds right. Yeah, so. I mean, it was, it's fun, but uh, if you're not into, like, loot shooter kind of things where you're just, like, getting gear, it's just kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. It but. depends. Probably not. If there's only, like, three different classes. I like Overwatch just because there's so many different, like, ways to play, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I would say play it, and then once you beat it, get rid of it. <laughs> but it's free. <laughs> Good advice. Mean. Yeah, it's free. Play it, then once you get bored, stop playing it. That's how I feel about it. Although, I, I get a lot of fun out of Diablo. I love Diablo. And that's essentially a loot shooter. You know, it's loot-based, yeah. gear-based, whatever. I've never know. played a Diablo. I've heard it can be addicting, though. Yeah. They're good. They're good. It's a good series. Fourth one coming out. Can't wait. Nice. Yeah, maybe on your new computer, man. I know. I'm going to test some games out today, actually. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, that's all I had. Me a too. What are we doing? Mirai. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what is... What's the segment, though? Is it an anime Jeff version? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Jeff style. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I watched Mirai, a movie by somebody, a Japanese <laughs> director that I'll look up right now. It is the story of a young boy uh, getting a new sister and not being able to handle it because he's used to having attention and he's not used to handing it to somebody else. Made by Mamoru Hosoda. Yeah. I might butcher that. But he also made uh, Weathering with... Oh, wait, no. Wait. Oh, I'm trying to see that this weekend. He also made Summer Wars with Children. Oh, yeah, okay. Boy and the Beast, The Girl Who Left Her Time. Digimon and the Digimon movie. movie. <laughs> That's right, same guy. Viewed Summer Wars in one of our earlier animes. Yes. Uh, yeah. It also this became was... a review about the Digimon movie. That's right. So this was made in 2018. 18. Yeah. And you know well, what? Animated. I forgot this was the Digimon movie guy, and kind of there's a part at the end that did remind me of some Digimon movie stuff. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Starts off with a montage of a man and a woman having a child and going through pregnancy, and also with their lovely dog that they have. 
being part of their family and the dog giving up attention to this baby. Uh, You find out where a kid is named Coon, who loves trains. Uh, You find out very quickly that uh, the family is having a new baby, and, you know, this young boy's intrigued, but he he very quickly becomes jealous of the attention that the baby's giving and that he's not getting because he's the firstborn and the baby needs the attention. Yep. Been there. But I love you, sister. (laughs) Yeah. I'm an only child, so I'm like, Yeah. It's pretty relatable. I think they get it pretty spot on, but I don't know. Well, no, they don't. I think it's all different, obviously. It's pretty stereotypical, actually, the way they... Yeah, it seems like it, it is. Um, I feel like I've seen this type of behavior. Yeah. It's, yeah, it that's why. always like that. Yeah, I think that's why I actually said that. It's, yeah. it's not... Yeah, it's all different. Um, but yeah, it's definitely just a stereotypical... Uh, vying for attention. Yeah. It's classic Rugrats delivery. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a good example. Yeah, for anybody who gets that one. <laughs> um, oh. There's uh, talk of you know the husband being kind of like self-employed and inept, not taking care of chores. Yeah, um, not a fan. <laughs> yeah. Really did not uh, favor the stay-at-home dad. <laughs> like you didn't like it. No, I didn't like uh, how they portrayed like stay-at-home dads at all, really. Like, uh, I guess was he that busy? Was he that terrible? He seemed to not be able to do anything. He didn't know how to do laundry. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, like when did you learn to do laundry? Like, yeah, at eight, some point in your life. Eight, yeah. yeah, I mean, probably before you have two kids, right? Yeah, right. Maybe not. Maybe. Uh, you find out that this is a kind of bratty kid. He hits the baby. Yeah. Like that. That was weird. Yeah, and after, like, there's this whole weird part about, like, oh, she's soft, and they're, like, poking her and stuff. Yeah. I don't know, I just found that odd. Uh, he goes outside into the garden, and it kind of unveils this secret world. Yeah. And- he meets this weird guy who starts complaining about how he used to get all the attention. He, he calls the himself pr- the prince. Yeah, the prince of the house. And at first when they introduced immediately, I was like, oh, is this him as a, as a man? And then, like, they're like, no, it's the dog as a man. Which I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. It's like the family dog is like a grown man in grown man form for some reason. Yeah, I originally thought he was going to be, like, a ghost that, like, used to live at the, Or the ghost of the architect that built the house or something. Yeah, well, when he said, like, I used to get all the attention, I thought this was, like, a, you know, the kid in the future saying, like, that used to be me, like, I was yeah. you, but immediately, like, nope, it's the dog. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's a weird take on that. Uh, he does it again, but where he goes out to that area and he meets the future Mirai, which is name given to his baby sister, which means future to go along with the episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Oh, 
analyze it a little before we start recording, but yeah, oh, yeah, they're both futuristic. Was yeah. gonna segue into that. <laughs> no, I just remembered. Yeah. So he meets future Mirai, and she seems to be, you know, well-adjusted, and she's just kind of scolding him, and she's, they have this whole thing with, like, a doll ceremony, and how it has to get put away, or, uh, if for every day it's not put away, it's a year she'll have to remain alone and unmarried. Yes. So I'm like, oh, interesting. And how I that's, like, that's... the worst thing for a woman. Right. Yeah, Japanese, the gender roles really show in this movie. Yeah, a little bit. I wrote being a brat, because you know, he is. They had that thing where, you know, it's them, you know, trying to do this secret put away the dolls thing, uh, where it's like the dog, ma'am, the man dog, <laughs> and future Mirai and the little boy, like, sneaking up behind the father in this kind of comical scene of trying to get all this stuff away yeah but it's tense too yeah it's it's one of those scenes where i don't know it's like the childlike wonder is it just his imagination or is it really happening yeah that that's actually one of the issues i had with this movie <laughs> yeah have uh, you ever seen a my neighbor totoro no i uh, gave me a lot of the similar vibes in that sense like what as far as you just not knowing what's real yeah and kind of yeah just like childlike escapism to like somewhere with some big animated character yeah uh yeah putting with dolls he is being a brat and he's kind of like he's told to put away all these toys he throws them everywhere he goes into this world, underwater world. Uh, he meets his past mother. All these scenes, I feel like they're precluded with like him, like having some type of, you know, thing with one of his parents. You know, it's like he's mad at his mom, so he meets his past mom. He's mad at his sister, so he meets his future sister. The dog is the one that kind of like doesn't seem to fit in that scope, though. Yeah, well, I don't know. I guess that the dog's considered family. Like I, I know, but he doesn't really like interact with the dog in a way where he's like, I think he meets his mom and he's like, I hate you, mom, or whatever. And then he meets his past mom. Or there's one with his dad where he's like, I hate you, dad. And then he meets his great-grandfather. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the dog was just a reflection of him. He's like, yeah. look what you're doing. Maybe. Uh, he meets his mother in the past as a little girl. Uh, they make a massive mess in, in her, in his grandmother's house. Yeah, they cat in the hat that house. Yeah, and I was like, day. I was like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, you making this mess, like, all the time, I'm like, uh, like, clearly this isn't going to be good for you. <laughs> this isn't productive at all. Yeah. And she gets yelled at, and he's just kind of like, he just kind of runs away to the rain. And mm-hmm. then apparently it seems like he got yelled at off screen, maybe. Because it seems like the rain might have been a reflection of like him going through the same thing because he was making a mess before he kind of went into this world. True, yeah. Yeah, he, he just 
after he's run around in the rain, ends up in bed. So. Yeah. And it's the grandmother talking to the mother about how she was always, like, a troublemaker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they go to the park. It's him attempting to practice on his bike without training wheels. Uh, there's this weird American at the park. I don't know if you notice that. No. There's this woman that the father is next to this, like, yeah. woman with the baby, and she says in a very Japanese, but English, uh, it's English with a Japanese accent, she goes, you're okay. Do you <laughs> notice that? It's the strangest thing. And I'm like, no. what was that? Did you, wait, did you watch the sub or the dub? I watched the, the sub. Okay, I watched the dub, so oh, I'm not sure. okay. It was... I was like, the hell? It was just, it just stood out, and then she spoke in Japanese, and like, I didn't, like, I thought they were, like, introducing an American <laughs> or something. Uh, yeah, it's this kid, he's kind of looking at his helmet, the helmet turns into a motor, and he thinks, when he meets this guy who's, uh, into motorcycles, and he's got a limp. And I'm like, immediately I was like, oh, it's a dad. But when he started limping, I'm like, oh, it's his grandfather. Yeah. It's his great-grandfather. Yeah, they fake you out because it's been really close yeah. family so far. Yeah. But as soon as I saw him limping, because they mentioned his grandfather having a limp earlier on. Oh, I didn't catch that. I yeah. heard them say it after. Remember they talk about, like, him, like, he had a bad limp, so it would... He would have been hard pressed to uh, beat his uh, wife in a race because there was this family uh, story about him. Like the great grandfather beat his wife in a race, uh, and that's the only way she would marry him. So when he had the limp, I'm like, "Oh, that's great grandfather." Oh, see, oh man, I didn't, I didn't hear that part, and maybe my first re- watch through, I must have missed it. Um, yeah, yeah, because then the, I mean, they do that at the end; they show it. So. But do you remember, I think the mother is asking her mother about, like, a family story. Is it true that great-grandpa beat her in a race to marry her or something? Yeah, hmm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he kind of encourages Coon for his first time on a horse and on a motorcycle. And he, he kind of, you know, then he's able to, you know, to ride his bike. Yeah, it's all about looking forward, looking yeah. ahead, the future. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that was, I was like, oh, that was like a, and he keeps calling the guy his dad, because I think that's the only experience that he's had, it's been a close family, so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he was like, oh, it's your great grandfather who passed away a year ago, <laughs> like, oh, that's interesting, but they did someone who has died. Yeah, that's true. An actual ghost is haunting you, child. Uh, they have a fight about him wearing a certain color pants. He, quote-unquote, runs away from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, he meets a stranger at the train station. Yeah, then I thought this was going to be his dad now. But it's not. Yeah. I was like, I knew this person was important, but I, I wasn't exactly sure who it was. Uh, he 
takes a train to this weird central station and goes to the lost and found and he asks he's asked these test questions and I'm kind of like that makes sense that he doesn't know this right yeah if you're four yeah you if don't you're know. four it's mom and dad you don't it's, know yeah dad's name or whatever yeah truth I feel like yeah I wasn't sure I was like I don't have kids but I feel like that's right but the robot keeps asking for his family names and he never says his sister, sister. yeah, yeah he never I, I did notice that. He should probably like, know his last name, too. I would think he knows his or surname for Japanese people. Yeah. Uh, for four, I would think so, right? Yeah. I think okay. you would know your full name, at least. You would know yeah. your full name, but I feel like your mom would be... Mom. Yeah, you don't know your mom's yeah, first name. Or dad would dad's be Dad's first name, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, you know, they try to get him on this train to take him to Lonely Land. Then he sees the baby is also trying to almost being taken to the boat. It's a pretty terrifying furry train. Yeah, it was a weird bullet train that was going to take them to the Furry demon snake bullet train, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He yells that he's Mirai's brother, and then he's saved by future Mirai. And then I'm guessing. They talk about the tree being a family index. I'm guessing that's what you were thinking about with the Digimon part. Yeah, where they kind of like are zooming in through like the weird like tree, tree spectrum thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they see a bunch of memories of like his great grandfather surviving and doing the race. His, yes, you know, grandmother losing on purpose, which I did not understand. It was a callback at the time. Yeah. They said, oh, he would never win. She was fast and he had a limp and she lost on purpose. That's right. That she wanted to be married to him. Yeah. Yeah, which I thought was sweet. Um, uh, and then it's, you know, kind of the family tree is kind of their connected memories. Right. Yeah. It's a time-traveling family tree. Yeah. Um... Did yeah. you feel justified when they said that's what the tree explanation was? What did they say? Just that it was what it was. That the, it's the, the tree is the family index? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I didn't. Because I feel like there was a sense to this because I'm like, I, I do get that it is, I think there is some sense of escapism. But I don't know. I feel like there's a certain type sense of detail to the escapism that he's having that doesn't really fit. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's... Did you think it did? I don't know. Um, like how he knew things that he wouldn't have known, I guess? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah well, that's the tree. That's the magic tree's power, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's why it's that tree. It's like family hasn't lived there forever, right? I don't um, think so. Why, yeah. you know... So I don't understand why it's that tree. It's just some architect built their house around it. Or... And it was just a magic tree making him go into this thing yeah. that were happening. Like yeah. it, it's never really fully explained. Um, I don't know. Like my neighbor Totoro then. But I, I didn't care for this much either. I, I liked it fine. This definitely... I would say overall, Annie, yes. But I didn't love it. Definitely. I definitely yeah. didn't love it. 
Yeah. Um, I think people should watch it. Um, I know I just spoiled the whole thing. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, but it, I've definitely had seen better movies in anime or and otherwise. I didn't love this movie. I did notice about halfway through the movie I hadn't taken notes, so it definitely <laughs> like sucked me in. Like I was interested, and then I had to like kind of like go back and be like, all right, this happened. This happened. Yeah, I kind of just kind of felt like, where is this going the whole time? Like, there yeah. doesn't seem to be, like, well, there is conflict, but I don't know. There's not really a driving plot. Just dad being a failure, and the mom was kind of not portrayed very nicely either. I felt no. <laughs> she was a real nag. Like, um, yeah, and bratty kids. Yeah, when you have. I, I kind of noticed that, like, when I, I, an unreliable narrator or, like, unlikable kind of protagonist, I'm kind of like, usually I can deal with that if they have some type of reform, but I guess at a four-year-old, yeah. like, it's just kind of, it's less negligible, and I think the fact that it's just kind of like, you know, you had two hours or, or an hour and a half to kind of, like, make sure this kid, like, liked having a sister or whatever it's just kind of like eh who cares you know it's not this huge change to yeah really it's like meaningful it's just something that you just do that everyone does I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah get over it kid yeah it's happened before you'll survive yeah, um, I had an important note of that fish thing looks disgusting because <laughs> we're eating fish thing the mom was eating some sort of like fried fish. It was just like, f- like... oh, it was like a chocolate covered weird fish thing, right? Oh, was it chocolate covered? I thought it was I, fried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe it was. Uh, Could have yeah. been either. I thought but, it yeah. was good. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to try. I don't it. like fish though. So. Oh, I like fish. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, oh, at the end when they're going camping or whatever, that baby needs a rear facing car seat. She is like less than six months old. She needs to be facing the back they have two car seats that are sat by, side by side and they're both facing the front was it less than six months old it, there seemed to be a weird time discrepancy where you know they you, you still got a rear car seat for longer than that she's less than okay. a year old oh right? yeah that's true probably. yeah yeah you put them in there. public safety announcement you put your kids no, car seat ahead, as man. long yeah. as they fit there yeah, I, I wouldn't know that. I don't have kids. I've never yeah. had to deal with that. So, no. I wonder if Digimon movie guy has ever had kids. That's Maybe not. I yeah. I mean, I, we both know that you know in Japan there's you know a uh, you know a crisis. Yeah, yeah there's so. that sex crisis that sex I crisis. talked about last episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all dating their AIs in a tube. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is? I I I've obviously heard of my neighbor Totoro, but what is it? Can briefly um, if you go over it. It's I think a daughter and her younger sister or brother, but she also it's also like uh, she has a younger uh, sibling, and her mom is really sick, and she kind of I don't know. She goes out in the backyard one day and finds a trail and kind of finds. Totoro, who's this big fluffy cat thing, and he kind of he just takes him on adventures. Yeah, There's a bus that looks like a cat, but yeah, it's just like this escapism. 
children's thing. Do you like that better than this? Yeah, I think That's so. That's Studio Ghibli, so yeah. it's probably, I can imagine it's probably better, honestly. Yeah, it's more classic, yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know, I, think, I didn't yeah, hate this. more likable characters in My Neighbor Totoro, probably. Yeah. I, I think I, like, I don't mind that something, I guess, isn't explained, and maybe it's a little bit abstract, but I, I don't know, it just... I think if you kind of set up the rules and you don't match them, it's just kind of like, mm. uh, I, I don't know. That makes sense. But I guess it's a kid's movie. You know, it's, I think, would you say this yeah. is a kid's movie? I would say so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just not for me. There's just some breastfeeding. That's all. The, that's yeah. as racy as it gets. But that's, yeah. that's natural. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Uh, normalize it for your children, I guess. Yeah. Yep. But did you, overall, your would you say an a yes? Um. Yeah, I wouldn't give it an and a no. But like, yeah, like you, it was just very middling, pretty, you know, standard movie. Yeah. Kind of run of the mill, nothing to write home about. Fair. Fair. I forgot I was the Digimon movie guy. Not <laughs> yeah. his best work, I guess. I think so far third place in my rankings for him. I've heard um, Boy and the, his other two are pretty good, too, but I don't know. Maybe the next one he does will be yeah, We better. should go through his whole collection, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he, if he, he doesn't have that many, so it wouldn't be that hard to do it. Yeah. I got uh, Mamoru Hosoda. That's right. Mamoru. Just wanted to say it one more time. Yeah. Instead of calling him the Ditchmont movie guy. Yeah. Uh, Momoru, I think in Japanese means protect. Uh, I feel like every time I hear protect or inside, it's Momoru. Yeah, in Jap- Japan, this movie was called Mirai no Mirai. Which, which means future of the future or Mirai of the future. Uh, Mirai of the future, but I guess, yeah, technically it would be future of the future. Too. Yeah, or future of the Mirai. Oh, yes, that is true. Oh, man. They don't even, that couldn't be, yeah, couldn't be on any of them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't care for that, honestly. <laughs> like, that's kind of like, let's pick a title, man. Come on. I don't mind that it has, like, multiple meanings, but it's just kind of like, eh, you know. It could be Sorry. Mariah of Mariah. Yeah. Of the Mariah. Right. <laughs> uh, that's, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll wrap up. Uh. You can find us on Facebook.com slash WholeGDShow, Twitter at WholeGDShow, email us, WholeGDShow at gmail.com. Rate and review us on iTunes or write an app wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Caleb O'Ryan does our music. You can find him on Spotify and most streaming services. Uh, Where can people find you, Jeff? I am at... uh... Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Rewriter Shaw, doing art stuff, jokes, etc. Uh, I don't have a ton of motivations of the YouTube things, always hit or miss. <laughs> uh, but, you know, keep an eye out, maybe I'll do more. Nice. Alright, we'll catch some GD listeners in the next GD episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.